Hi again, everybody. I'm Steve Goldstein. This is the Goldie on Ice podcast uh, coming to you from TD Garden before Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Final, where I'm working uh, for Westwood One, NBC Radio, uh, being the host, the pregame, the intermission, and the postgames. Hope you tune into that. Uh, We're on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Our producer is Brett Markowitz, and uh, we're doing a quick post here because before tonight's game, great story, um, I went to the north end of Boston, Ray Bork, is the owner of a restaurant called Tresca, and um, he agreed to do an interview. So I literally sat in the restaurant. All the Bruin fans were all around uh, getting ready for the pregame and had a chance to just sit and basically have a conversation with Hall of Famer Ray Bork. So we wanted to get it up there. Some great content here about winning the Cup, what it meant to him. Uh, he left Boston then to go to Colorado um, and won the Cup with the Avalanche. So without further ado, uh, let's get into my conversation tonight before Game 7 with Ray Bork. Oh, Ray, first off, you know, a Game 7, what, what do you remember about Game 7s, the, the day leading up to it, you know, during the game or even after the game? Uh, finally uh, playing for a Stanley Cup. I played in two Cup finals against uh, the Oilers in 88 and 90, and we lost in four and then in five. So you figure out that until you win three games, you're really not playing for the Cup yet, even though you're in the finals. So... That was so exciting, just knowing that one game away from uh, hoisting the cup. And, you know, we, uh, we did it the tough way, just like the Bruins are going to have to do it. Uh, going into New Jersey, uh, you know, defending champions, um, we're up 3-2, and we, uh, we ended up winning uh, that game 4-0. And thank God for Patrick in the first 10 minutes because they stormed us, and he was incredible. And um, the Bruins won a big game. Uh, the other night in St. Louis, and now you know they they, they get to come home. And all I know is uh, you know you, you play for home ice all year, and uh, if there's a seventh game, especially in the finals, you'd like to have it at home. I would think it's not that often the teams come back from three-two down to win the cup. Your team, where was the belief? What made you believe you could get it done? How did you guys get it done back then? Well, we had a really good team, and um, you know we we had to do it with, without Peter Forsberg and. And you'll find out about certain guys and how banged up they are and, and what certain guys had to play through uh, to get it done. But that goes for both teams that are playing and it's such a grind and trying to win 16 games in two months and uh, every second night pretty much. So um, we had a really good team. Um, you know, we, we won game one, lost two, won three. We're in control of fourth game, ended up losing that one, thinking we're going to come back for game five. And we're a really, really good home team that year. We won the President's Trophy. Uh, we thought we'd just roll, and they beat us pretty good in game five. So, um, But the belief was always there, and uh, the belief came from you know, having a lot of talent, but winning the President's Trophy, having the best goals against all year long, and, and trusting in what we were doing and how we were doing it. Um, and have an incredible goalie <laughs> always helps. So, um, but we went into New Jersey really feeling good, and um, and then we went back home. You know, where we were always comfortable uh, in front of our fans. But uh, but for me, it was uh, really an incredible experience because uh, I knew going into that year that it was going to be my last year, regardless of what was going to happen. Um, I asked for a one-year contract. Pierre gave me a two-year deal. Uh, but my wife and I, and only my, my wife and I, knew that, you know, game six might have been my last game played in the NHL if it doesn't work out. So uh, for me, I was taking everything in. Uh, that last 
practice in Colorado before we left for New Jersey, that last pregame skate, pregame meal, pregame nap, and hopefully it wasn't going to be my last game. I brought all my family into New Jersey, my wife's family, my closest friends in case. Uh, we ended up winning that, and uh, then I brought everybody out to Colorado for Game 7, so knowing that that was going to be my last game. So I really was taking everything in. It was an incredible experience for me and my family, and um, it really worked out. We won Game 7, 3-1, and um, you know I've worked with the sports psychologists a lot throughout my career, and uh, it's all about the process, staying in the moment, and all those things that come with keywords and trying to keep yourself uh, where you should be and uh, what an exercise that was uh, that game because we were up 3-0 uh, you know into that second period and I was sitting on the bench just kind of letting my mind kind of go saying I'm really going to win the cup and I was, so I had to shake myself up bring myself back and stay in the moment so uh, and then with two minutes left all they're showing is my big mug on the uh, jumbotron and and uh, I tell you, I, and everybody's pushing me onto the ice. I come back. I try to change. I stay for five seconds. The guys are throwing me back out there. So um, I thought I was going to faint. It uh, wouldn't have been a good scene, but uh, just an incredible uh, experience. And then, you know, playing with uh, a classy guy like Joe Sackick, that all he was worried about is how we were going to do the cup thing. You know, after we win game six, Joe's, you know, tracking me down in the plane and he says, Ray, how are we going to do the cup thing? I'm like, what are you talking about? He says, well, the cup when we win. I said, well, let's win the game first and we'll have plenty of time to talk about the cup thing. So uh, just a classy guy that uh, just wanted me to, to kind of hoist the cup first. And then I was right next to him. And what an incredible feeling. It was uh, such a relief uh, after all those years to finally touch and hoist that thing. Um, it just thinking about it now uh, just brings uh, you know uh, my the back of my the, my neck just goosebumps everywhere. So uh, and, and for a lot of these guys playing tonight, you know, tough tough one to fall asleep at last night. Uh, tough pregame nap and uh, your mind's racing and you're thinking about possibly hoisting that cup and that's what we play for. You know, as young kids, you're always you know, dreaming and playing, and when you're with your buddies, uh, you know, playing hot street hockey or or out in the park on the ice, you know, you're, you're counting down the seconds, and uh, you know, you're the guy scoring a big goal and hoisting the cup. So uh, to finally, uh, you know, really live it for real is uh, is an incredible experience, and it's so hard to win, regardless of how good, how talented you are. So many things have to go right for you and have to fall right. And um, so it's not always the most talented team that wins. Um, you know, we have, uh, you know, two teams that uh, are worthy of playing for the Cup. Uh, they've had good runs. And uh, so it should be a great game. I can't wait to watch. How much hockey do you watch now? I watch a lot of hockey. Um, I come in, uh, you know, I come into the restaurant uh, a lot before games. Um, from five to seven, regardless of go, if I go to the game or, or at all. Uh, when I go to the garden, I don't really see much of the game because you're always talking and you know uh, meet and greet or whatever it is. Uh, so, but I, I love watching from home. You know, a lot of times I'll, I'll come in here before games and then I'll just go home and watch the game because that's my favorite seat. I get to watch the whole thing and just focus on the game.
How's the uh, restaurant business? Uh, are you enjoying it? Is it something you always wanted to do? It's something that I kind of fell into uh, 14 years ago, and it's going very well. Um, you know, we're in a special place here. It's called the North End. It's like Little Italy of uh, Boston. It's one square mile of 80 Italian restaurants, and it's all these little streets, these little alleys, and uh, Hanover Street is where we are. Uh, the restaurant's called Tresca, and this is like Rodeo Drive of uh, the North End. Uh, and uh, it's a pretty neat area, special place. Uh, a lot of tourists are walking through here. Uh, we got a really nice place, great location, great food, great chef. That's a, uh, one of the owners as well. So we got a nice team. And um, over the last three years, uh, things have uh, really gone well for us. And, and when you have a playoff run like we do here, um, it's, uh, it's great for business. What would a championship, you know, and clinching it at home hasn't happened all that often. Boston's won a lot of titles, but not a lot at home. What would it mean to clinch a Stanley Cup in this city? Well, for the Bruins fans, it would be a first. Uh, it's amazing uh, to me that, you know, the history of the Bruins and all those years they've been in the league, they've never had a Game 7 to win the, to win the Cup uh, here at home. So um, the fans, the city is buzzing. And, and come on, be the third team to win a championship in the calendar year in terms of sports teams. That is unheard of. Uh, it hasn't happened, and uh, I think since the '40s. So we've been very, very spoiled since 2001 when the Patriots won, uh, you know, their first Super Bowl. Uh, so uh, I'll tell you, the kids that are uh, 18 years old or uh, 25 years old don't know any better, and how uh, a lot of the sports fans here, especially the uh, you know the the Red Sox and and the Patriots fans, for all those years, uh, you know. And even the Bruins fans, uh, you know, since 72, and they won in 2011. So, um, but uh, we're pretty lucky, and it's a special place to be uh, to be part of. Well, appreciate you taking the time. Glad to be with you here in your restaurant, Ray, and uh, we appreciate you taking a few minutes for us. Thanks. Well, thanks, uh, and it's, uh, I'm sure you guys are so excited about calling the game tonight, and I'm sure we're going to see a great one. Hope you enjoyed that. It was a thrill for me to sit and chat with him uh, at a table in his restaurant in the North End there of Boston. Uh, that's Hall of Famer, former Bruins captain, Stanley Cup champion, Ray Bork. Uh, before we let you go, we always appreciate our sponsors. Without them, the podcast would not be possible. So appreciate if you took a few moments to, uh, to listen to uh, me tell you about some of the fine folks that help out and make the Goldie on Ice podcast possible. Once again, thanks again to our producer, Brett Markowitz. And this is the Goldie on Ice podcast and the Five Reasons Sports Network. We'll talk to you next time. One-on-one -on -one concierge is your only stop needed for all of your home needs. Whether you're out of town, you need your home looked after, make sure there's things like no leaks or any home maintenance at all, Oscar and one-on-one -on -one concierge handle it with professional care. House projects, moving, organizing closets, running errands, they do it all. Call Oscar today at one-on-one, -on -one, 954-439-1551. That's 954-439-1551 or check out the website, oneononeconcierge.com. Time to tell you about Ken Morris and the Morris Southeast Group, an inaugural sponsor of the Goldie on Ice podcast. And if you're looking to own commercial real estate, lease or purchase, call Ken, 954-240-4400. That's 954-240-4400. Ken Morris represents buyers, sellers, landlords, and tenants. Hey, he's a straight shooter, been doing this for a long time, and very knowledgeable. 954-240-4400 for Ken and the Morris Southeast Group for all of your real estate needs.
Orient and Associates Management Group is a prime subcontractor out of Hollywood, Florida. So all of you prime contractors out there, he provides any construction services needed. Call Orient and ONA today at 954-922-8660. Online, it's onamanagementgroup.com. They also handle hauling. If you have demolition waste, non-hazardous material, they handle your trucking needs. More than 25 years of experience, you can trust their professionalism. Again, it's 954-992-8660 for Orion and ONA Management. Sides Foundation Fighting Pediatric Cancer is a wonderful nonprofit organization. Born out of Sydney Lister's successful fight against Ewing sarcoma, Sides was formed helping kids and families fight cancer. Call 954-594-5763 for ways you can help, including attending fundraising events like the annual golf tournament or dinner. Call Dave Lister, Sid's dad, at 954-594-5763. It's the Sides Foundation. I personally thank you for helping the fight against cancer.